Hampton and S Corporation. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's ad bits, going to be discussing whether your IRA can invest in an S Corp. So today's podcast, I'm going to explain what an S Corporation is, how it differs from a C Corporation, and even an LLC, get a little bit of corporate lesson, and all for the same price, right? And then we'll talk about whether an IRA can invest in an S Corp, what are some of the quirky rules on S Corporation shareholders. So what's an S Corp? Well, an S Corp is essentially a C Corporation, right? You go onto your state website, you want to set up a corporation, you can't set up an S Corp. You just have to set up a regular old corporation, which is known as a C Corp. Why? Because it's part of subchapter C of the Internal Revenue Code. So C corporations are characterized as having two levels of taxation, a corporate level and a shareholder level, right? Also obviously has limited liability protection. So those are the two characteristics of a C Corp. An S Corp is essentially a corporation that files an election to be treated as an S Corp. So it's not a new corp that you have to form. Okay, all it is is a corporation that files a 2553 election, a 2553 election to be treated as an S Corp. So why on earth would someone wanna be an S Corp? Well, it's actually quite beneficial. And that's why S Corps have been around for a long time and have always been popular. Less so now, and I'll explain why in a minute because of the emergence of the LLC. So S corporations, as I mentioned, essentially a C corporation that has filed an S election. Okay, so why would someone want to be an S corp is number one, pass through taxation. So you still have the same limited liability protection as a corporation, right? S and C both protected from creditors. What's limited liability protection? Protects your assets outside of your corporation. So if you have $20,000 in your corp and $100 million outside the corp and a creditor wants to attack your corp, he or she cannot go after your $100 million. All they can attack is the $20,000 in the corporation. So obviously having limited liability protection is super attractive. Now, the main play with an S corp is the pass-through taxation. So as I mentioned, a C corp has two levels of taxation shareholder level, right? And a entity level, it's two. An S Corp only has one level, a shareholder level, much like an LLC. So for example, if an S Corp made $100, there'd be no corporate level tax, just the shareholder would pay tax based off his or her tax rate. Whereas a corporation, if the corporation, the C Corp earned $100, you would pay 21% tax, and then whatever's left can be set up by way of a dividend to the shareholder, which would either be subject to ordinary income or capital gains, depending on uh, if the corporation is private or public and whether it's a qualified dividend. So um, that's the main, main, main advantage of an S Corp is the pass-through taxation. Now, there's some other playing around that people do because the fact that an S Corp is pass-through and there's no corporate level tax what a lot of, not a lot, what, a, what some folks do is they'll have an S Corp and they'll take a very small salary, right? So that they pay tax and social security tax on a small portion. So they take a W-2 as small as possible to make sure that it does pass IRS muster. So 
if you have a business that does seven million in revenue and two million in profits, you take a, a four thousand dollar salary. That may work, not work, but if you take 100, 150, that could work. You pay Social Security on that, but instead of taking a $500,000 salary, you just take the rest as a distribution, which you'll still pay tax on, but you get around Social Security, FICA, and some other taxes. So that's kind of the play, but you got to be careful because the IRS over the last 15, 20 years have cracked down on S-Corps and salaries by S-Corp owners. So just something to keep in mind, talk to your tax advisor about. So now let's move to the LLC. LLCs are essentially taxed like S-Corps. There's one level of tax. The only difference is LLCs don't have any corporate formality. So you don't have to do minutes, um, board meetings, things like that. There's no corporate formality. Um, and as you'll see in a minute, S-Corporations have some very peculiar and quirky shareholder rules. So for an S-Corp, generally only individuals can be shareholders. A single member LLC can technically be a shareholder, only up to 100 shareholders, okay? You only have one class of stock, so you can't do preferred or common. It has to be one type of common, okay? No foreigners. And here's the answer to today's podcast, no IRAs. An IRA cannot be a shareholder of an S-Corp. A 401 technically can, but an IRA cannot, okay? Certain trusts in the states as well, but an IRA cannot. Okay, so what happens if an IRA owns an S-Corp? Well, it's not an IRA prohibited transaction issue. Nothing's going to happen in the IRA. What's going to happen to the C-Corp, the S-Corp is it's going to lose its election and it's going to revert back to a C-Corp. Okay, and then the other shareholders aren't going to be very happy, right? Because they wanted to be in an S-Corp and now because they took your IRA as an owner, you blew their election and now they're a C-Corp. And uh, I promise they're not going to be very happy. So that's why an uh, IRA is not allowed to be a S-Corp shareholder. And that's why if you want to invest your IRA in S-Corp, either the corporation reverts back to a C-Corp, they turn you down, or they say, just lend us the money. Because obviously an IRA can lend money to an S-Corp, just can't own stock in the S-Corp. Okay. So LLCs, as I mentioned, are taxed like S-Corp. It's one level of tax, pass-through taxation. You don't have any corporate formalities. You can have a million shareholders, you can be foreigners, it can be trusts, corporations, uh, even S-Corp can own LLC, C-Corps, partnerships. Um, and you have the corporate meeting requirement and you can have multiple classes. So a lot more flexibility. And that's why really since, I don't know, I'd say the late 90s, early 2000s, when there were the check box elections uh, came into play, um, LLCs are just much more popular than S-Corps. People still... Some old old school accountants, tax attorneys still like S corps a lot. Um, I have an accountant friend that was like older than me, he's like in the sixties, and he just loves S corps. <laughs> he's just like, I like the S corp or the LLC. All my clients use S corps, and that's fine. I mean, you get the limited liability protection, you get um, pass through taxation. I get it, um, but you're losing shareholder flexibility, multiple class flexibility, and you still have corporate formalities. But in an IRA setting, an IRA can't invest in an S-Corp. It could invest in a C-Corp, but the C-Corp has two levels, of, well, one level of tax, right? It has that corporate level. So IRAs don't wanna pay 21% tax. So that's why IRAs, instead of going to a C-Corp versus an S, they just go to the LLC. And that's why really since the 90s, IRA LLCs have taken off as the go-to vehicle for investments for IRAs because you get limited liability protection and you get flow through taxation, meaning the LLC doesn't pay any tax 
And since the IRA is tax exempt under 501A, there's no tax on most uh, IRA LLC transactions. So it's super tax advantageous to use the LLC over a C corp. Um, plus, you don't you can't do the S corp. So you really basically have two choices, right? The C or the LLC, and the LLC is generally going to win every time, except if your investment is going to trigger UBIT. UBIT is known as unrelated business income tax, potentially 37% tax imposed in three instances. One, if your IRA invests in an asset using leverage. Number two, using real estate leverage. And in both cases, loan always has to be non-recourse. You just can't personally guarantee it based off the Internal Revenue Code Section 4975, prohibitive transaction rules. And then third, if your IRA invests in an active trader business through a partnership or LLC. Uh, not an investment vehicle, but a business like a restaurant. So if any of those instances could occur or pop up, then going to a C-Corp would block that 37% UBIT. It would still impose a 21% tax, but 21 is less than 37. So you are in a, in a better position. It's just not ideal, right? The ideal position is to you know, own an asset in an IRA LLC and pay no tax, just defer it. Um, that, that's obviously ideal and that's what we're all going for. But sometimes it happens when there are investments you just want to make and, and this UBIT tax pops up. So you just got to deal with whether you do it in the LLC or, or move to the C-Corp and block it. So um, otherwise, um, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, cheers. Thank you. Um, it's a great, it's a good topic because I get this question a lot. People just don't understand why an IRA cannot invest in an S-Corp. And I don't know why. It's just the S-Corp rules. They're, they're weird. They're quirky. They're peculiar. They don't make any sense, but they've been in the code forever. And um just got to live with it. So um, appreciate it. If you guys have comments, leave them. Uh, I'll get back to you. I promise. Uh, if you don't mind, give me a like, thumbs up. Um, subscribe if you haven't to our YouTube, our financial channel. It's awesome. If I can say so myself. We drop three to four videos a week. I do a YouTube live generally every Wednesday, 12 Eastern Standard Time, noon, lunchtime. Um, three podcasts if you, if you rather watch than listen. You can grab everything there you want. And uh, if you're interested in the self-directed retirement world, it's the best place to be. Trust me. Uh, I put all my attention on this channel. I literally spend all my time writing, doing videos, podcasts, just hoping to educate all of you. And uh, hopefully we can all help each other and, and just become better self-directed retirement investors. So thanks again for spending some time with me today. Have an amazing day. And I will uh, talk to everyone again next week. Take care.